All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number, if you'd like to be a part of the program, is 800-941-SEAN. If, again, you'd like to join us. Well, we finally got an excuse for the very, very strange, weird, bizarre exit of Joe Biden yesterday. Now, first of all, he's walking into the room with a mask on. And he takes the mask, mask on, mask off. Clap on, clap off. Mask on, mask off. I mean... It's so, and I, I know Jill Biden has has COVID, uh, et cetera. Uh, but by the way, Joe did tell us that if you got the vaccine, that you're never going to get COVID and you're never going to transmit it to others and that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. But Jill Biden now got COVID for a second time. Three, if you actually consider the COVID rebound she had after she took the antiviral Paxlovid, which, by the way, I'm not against. Talk to your own doctor. I'm not a doctor. Won't play one on radio or TV. Um, but you know, clap on, clap off. So he had the walks in to the medal ceremony with the mask on, takes it off, you know, puts the medal right on the guy. I don't know if the guy was tested. I know, you know, he's been tested because he was around his wife. I guess he's now being isolated. And anyway, so the interesting thing is then he walks away. And now we're being told we finally got an excuse from Corinne Jean-Pierre. Now, when he walked away, it's like it was the most bizarre moment. Nobody knew what the hell he was doing. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. So he walks down the aisle where all the people are. But according to Corinne Jean-Pierre, the reason he left early was to minimize his close contact with attendees. Now, that could have easily been minimized by saying, I'm going to now hand it off to our Medal of Honor uh, winner, and offer our warm congratulations and thank you all for coming to the White House and maybe exit in a polite, respectful way. No. And go out the side door, the back door, any other way out except walking into the crowd of people, which is what they did, which makes their excuse that much funnier. Because the reason that Joe Biden left the Medal of Honor recipient ceremony early was to minimize his close contact with attendees. Then why did he walk straight into the crowd? Because that's where he walked into, right down the aisle where people were. I mean, and he left as planned, as it was planned. Uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize, to minimize his close contact with attendees uh, who are uh, who are about to participate in a reception. And uh, as you all reported that, noticed that he left uh, uh, when there was a pause in the program because, again, he wanted to minimize uh, certainly uh, uh, his impact on folks who were there. Now, he did come in close contact with the 81-year-old Vietnam vet uh, while pinning the medal around his neck, and he didn't really need to get that close to all the people that were at the ceremony by walking down the aisle. None of that needed to happen. So the mask lie, this is like the big mask lie. They're trying to cover up for the fact that this guy... the guy's face? Oh my God! He's like, what do I? What do he, I do? This is, this is the Medal of Honor recipient from the Vietnam War. That what this man has seen, I have, don't think he's ever had the expression he had on yesterday, watching the President of the United States walk away from him like a three-year-old. I don't know. You see, I think something is evolving that we've got to pay attention to, and I, I now I can't say for certain that this is going to happen, but it is interesting. Let me let me backtrack and then come back to my point. The Daily Caller today and other media, they're now, it was clear, supporters of Kamala Harris are getting very, very worried and in a weird way kind of ambitious. 
Uh, they're worried. They want to be the chosen one. If, if God forbid, Joe can't finish this term or if Joe can't run for reelection, uh, they want an anointment, an appointment. So then they're leaking to the likes of the Daily Caller. Oh, that if Gavin Newsom is out there pursuing his presidential aspirations and ambitions, that would be racist. Now, do you think that was put out there by mistake? I would say no. And her answer, she was asked whether she's prepared to take over as, as president amid Biden's age concerns. And Kamala Harris answers, yes. That's all she's, listen. This is the question of the president's age often go hand in hand with questions about how you would step into the role, you know, if necessary. Do you feel prepared for that possibility? Uh, and serving as vice president prepared you for, for that job? Yes. Um, and how yes. would you, you know, describe the, that, that process? Which process? Like as far as, you know, the process of becoming president? Just a guess. I'm guessing. Hello, pick me in the back. I'm guess. Just pick me. Ooh, 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 ooh. Horseshock. Anyway. Um, so this is getting weird. And then you got this new book out, The Last Politician, Inside Joe Biden's White House and the Struggle uh, for America's Future. They give, you know, a lot of insights, this new biography. It's not anywhere as explosive as, as any of the Trump ones, but... The president was apparently ready to renege on his 2020 promises of open borders and was upset at what was unfolding before him and, uh, you know, whether he should raise the cap that Donald Trump had set of 15,000 refugees a year. You know, by the end of this year, he probably will have allowed very close, if not over 8 million illegal immigrants to enter the country by aiding and abetting them. The other big thing that has come out and it's become a big deal uh, because and you know that this is true because you look at the president's schedule and he doesn't ever have anything on his schedule. It is it, it is not a rigorous time. I told you yesterday, 384 days of vacation. You know, I've, I've just not been able to get to East Palestine. It just it's seven months ago, you promised to go to East Palestine. Why isn't you gone? Well, I just haven't been able to. It's taken 215 days vacation in the interim. So you're going to you're going to lie about that, too. Like everything else that they lie about? Anyway, so what came out in this book is despite his status as the nation's oldest president in history, Biden feels he's babied by his staff, often setting up his infamous Irish temper. He's also described as mercurial, uh, apparently takes a lot of shots at former President Obama uh, and uh, his predecessor, because they didn't like him very much. Anyway, the staff regularly has to mop up his mess. And by regularly, now it's every day. Now, this is where my theory comes in. And I think I'm going to, the the odds are, it's very possible it comes true. And that is that the Democratic Party in the media mob, they're willing accomplices in all things radical, democratic, socialist, climate alarmist, agenda, religious cult. They're they're all partners. They're an extension of the White House press uh, room. And they're all little press secretaries for the propaganda machine that is the Biden White House. They're setting up their war machine to deal with the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. Uh, And they've got themselves a heap of trouble. We'll have breaking news later with John Solomon on this. But what's happening is, is that more and more, and this is the problem if you have any cognitive decline, it is usually, almost in every case, it is called degenerative meaning it is not going to improve, barring some new drug that magically hits the market just in time to save Joe Biden's mental state. 
And so what we see is now almost every single day that he makes a public appearance, which in and of itself is not a frequent thing, that Joe Biden is messing up and he's messing up badly. And then as a result of that, what's the natural consequence? The team has to go out and baby him and clean up his mess, just like Corrine Jean-Pierre had to clean up the mess of him leaving the medal ceremony yesterday. So if the tipping point comes where the media mob and the Democrat machine, the party, the their establishment decide that they don't want him at the top of the ticket because of a the cognitive decline, B, they see this 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 unfolding evidence of Joe's lying and and intimate involvement in these foreign business deals of his then drug-addicted son with no experience, the sheer amount of money, tens of millions of dollars, the sheer number of Biden family members that are beneficiaries, that nine that we know of now, the sheer number of shell corporations that they use to funnel the money, uh, and then, of course, the evidence that he benefited financially from decisions he specifically made as vice president If the Democrats and the media want him out, they're going to start sounding like me. That sounds arrogant, right? I don't mean it arrogantly. I think arrogance and pride is one of the worst things that you can have. You should be humble and true. No, I I think pride is a bad thing. I think you can have pride. Pride proceedeth before the fall. I believe that. So stand up Stola. No, what, what I mean by if they sound like me, if the media starts focusing on how bad, how how weak frail and what cognitive deficiencies he's showing if they start sounding like me when it comes to oh he lied to us when he said that he never once spoke to his son or his brother or anybody for that matter about these foreign business deals when they start talking about not only did he talk to them but he seemed to be, according to Devin Archer's testimony, the closer in this deal. He, he chronicled at least 20 occasions he could remember where Joe Biden was on the phone with Hunter and his foreign business partners. Uh, never mind the meetings at Cafe Milano. I'd never heard of the place. Never been in the place. Just like I've never been in the French Laundry. Gavin Newsom's place. Never been there. However... But when you when they start sounding, when they start going into the depth of the tens of millions of dollars and the lie that he told, and now they'll get into the real quid pro quo with Joe. The, the Burisma one is the low-hanging fruit slam dunk of this entire Biden bribery, money laundering scandal allegations. And that is he... Had a conversation. Well, first of all, October 2015, it was official Obama administration policy that Ukraine had made sufficient progress on the issue of corruption that they agreed it would be Obama administration policy to give them a billion in loan guarantees. They apparently raised their level and cleaned up enough corruption that it warranted that payment. Fine. Joe's in charge of Ukraine policy. Okay. Then in December, same year, on December 4th, Hunter is with Burisma executives. Remember, this guy admitted on Good Morning America, no no experience in Ukraine, energy, oil, or gas. This is at the exact same time Burisma scared to death that they are going to go under. Even Devin Archer said they were risking bankruptcy. And they needed desperately, in their words, D.C. help. D.C. help does not refer to help that Hunter can offer unless he can put them in touch with D.C. D.C. help clearly means Joe Biden. 
Biden gets on the phone with Hunter while he's with Burisma executives. And then five days later, on December 9th of 2015, Joe goes to Ukraine. That's when he's supposed to fulfill the obligation that the interagency departments had agreed to, the loan guarantees for Ukraine because of the progress they made on corruption. Well, that's when Joe took the billion dollars that he was supposed to hand over, not with any strings attached, and leveraged it to fire a prosecutor. This is the prosecutor Burisma executives were desperate to get help on because that guy was investigating them for corruption. His son was being paid by the company being invested for corruption. Victor Shokin, in his recent interview, called that a bribe. He said, well, you know, I don't want to say it, but it looks like a bribe to me. And so, son of a bee, they fired him. What was the consequence of firing the guy? The consequence was Burisma, I'm sorry, Ukraine got their billion in loan guarantees. And as a consequence of Joe's actions as vice president, Hunter continued to get paid for a job in which he had no experience in. So in other words, then then you can add the 1023 form to it, which is the FBI informant getting out of the CEO of Burisma that, in fact, they needed the help. He didn't want to pay the Bidens, but he had to pay five million to one Biden, five million to another Biden. And it will take you 10 years to figure out how he paid the money. Ah, that sounds like a big scandal to me. Imagine just make the name Joe Biden, Donald Trump, make the, the son's name Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Barron Trump, uh, Tiffany Trump. And you have a very different level of media scrutiny and coverage, don't you? Got where we're going here? Now, if the media turns on him, they will sound like me and start telling you these things. They don't criticize me for saying them because they know damn well it's true. We all know what happened here. Ukraine, Russia. Kazakhstan, Romania, China, Russia, Mexico. We know what it we know what went down here. They all know. They're they're corrupt. They're political, but they're not that stupid. If they're that stupid, I can't help them.